Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's program. We're going to chat today about three tips for buying and selling a lawn care business. As you grow a lawn and landscape business, perhaps other businesses will approach you from time to time and say, hey, you want to buy some accounts? You want to buy my business? How do you handle those opportunities? I put an air quote opportunities. We're going to talk about that today. And how do you position yourself so that one day uh, you can possibly sell your business for a whole lot of money? There's an excellent article that comes out annually at lawnandlandscape.com. Excellent article. And they basically share the top 100 lawn and landscape companies in our industry, what revenue they did, Um, the previous year, how many employees they have, what city they're from. I love reading through this list. So I like to look at the kind of top 10 companies and, you know, sometimes we'll shuffle around a little bit. And then I like to look at what's locally going on here in Georgia. And and there's typically three uh, main players in the Atlanta market. And I just kind of see, well, what revenue did they do the previous year and how many employees they currently have. And it's just very valuable information because it should inspire you that you can build your business if you build it the right that right way. And one day you could actually sell it to one of these uh, companies on the top 100 list. Several of these businesses are acquiring other businesses. It's just part of their, um, their plan because they have the labor, they have the systems, they have the processes, they, they have everything in order where they can kind of turn key and buy up a, a, I say an air quote, smaller company, because a company could be doing three, four or 5 million bucks a year or less, but they can buy that company and then just plug it into their system. And so it really provides some hope as you're building your business that, Hey, do it the right way. You can really cash in um, one day and make a whole lot of money. So uh, here's a message I got guys. I want to read to you because uh, there's, um, this message represents many other messages out there. And I really want to explain some of the traps associated with this issue of, of buying other people's accounts. And so let me read the, the message and then I'm going to unpack it and then we'll share the three tips. How's that, Mr. Producer? All right. So here is the message that I received. We'll keep it anonymous. He said, Hey Paul, I got a local company, reach out and offer to sell me their company of about 38 clients. There's already a person that runs the route. He doesn't want to uh, own a business. He just wants to do the work. It would be uh, $2,000 in passive income a month, 38 clients, 
the route does seem a little spread out. Let me know your thoughts. And so uh, messages like that, guys, I receive and, and other um, folks in this industry that are, are creating content, we receive these kind of messages. So I want to make a podcast where I can just say, hey, go listen to the podcast I did about three tips of, of buying and selling a lawn care business and give a thorough answer because in a, a quick little DM on Instagram, my response might be, you know, in my ghetto voice, oh, heck no. Or, you know, run like Usain Bolt. That's what I told this guy's like, run like Usain Bolt from this situation. It's a, it's a horrible idea, but I don't have time, you know, to, to write a 30 minute or, you know, 20 minute explanation of all the negative things that could possibly go wrong with buying somebody else's 38 accounts when you're fresh and new in business. Um, but the simple answer is, um, build your business organically. Maybe it's a little bit slower, but if you'd rather acquire the, the, um, ideal perfect 38 customers through marketing so that you're getting them in your target area, they're the customers that you want. You're onboarding them into your system with, you know, a card on file and they're paying you on your billing terms and everything's just tight, clean, orderly, the right way, right out of the gate. Those are the customers and how you want to build your business when you're brand new. So my first tip for buying or selling a lawn care business is do not buy. Um, don't do it. The, this situation, the guy was very sincere and I know it looked on paper. Oh, you know, I'm gonna get $2,000 a month. Not even have to do anything. If everything goes as planned perfectly and it ain't, and it ain't, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work out like that. And so the folks that have the understanding to go ahead and acquire um, other companies, again, they're on the top 100 lawn and landscape um, list. And if, if your business isn't doing, you know, the tens of millions in revenue and you don't have the hundreds of employees, then I wouldn't even give a second thought to acquiring somebody else's customers. Um, I, I just don't see the ROI of paying somebody a lump sum of money to get their inherit their accounts, which could have all kind of issues to it. So my first tip for buying or selling a lawn care business is don't buy it. Don't, don't think about it. And I'll put in parentheses or a, um, you know, a little bracket, the exception and, and, and they already know what they're doing. But if you are in the top 100 and you have a, a hundreds of employees, of course, they can, and they do buy companies at an ROI with success. But if you're under a million dollars in revenue, you're just getting started a solid marketing plan, building your business, getting your customers organically the right way is going to have better lasting success. And it's just not about the, the numbers and the money. You're, you're going to lay your head on the pillow at night and sleep with more peace when everything in your business is profitable and organized and, and correct, um, rather than inheriting someone else's sloppiness and headaches. And there's just so much stress associated with, um, being brand new in business or, you know, year one, two or three, and, and being under a million bucks in revenue and buying someone else's accounts, I would say, don't do it. So there you go. Now selling your business one day, um, and I, I don't want to be light on the marketing guys. Cause on every Friday, Dr. Frank comes in and, and we talk about a solid marketing plan. So I'm, I'm not going to elaborate on that in today's episode. I'm just going to say, don't buy accounts. Um, but do really good marketing and, and get customers through your 
um, sharp marketing plan. So I'll leave the marketing at that. There's, you know, uh, a lot of episodes on Great Your Podcast where we talk about marketing. So I don't want to go down that path today other than say, I would rather do a good marketing strategy than buy someone else's customers. So tip number one, don't buy. Again, unless you're in the top 100. Tip number two for selling your lawn care business is to look at the top 100 um, list in the Lawn and Landscape magazine. This will really, um, I think, open your eyes to how big this industry really is. 11 million 900, pardon me, 11 billion, 946 hundred million. That's just crazy. That number 11 billion, 946 million is how much these top 100 companies did in 2020. Having over 116,000 employees, 116, 252 employees. And so guys, this industry is massive. These big companies do acquire smaller companies. And what I would suggest doing is looking at the article or the list, it's kind of a little article. I think Brian Horn writes a little article with it, but look at the list and then find the companies that are in your neck of the woods. And this will give you um, an eye opener of how big you could possibly build your business, but also that these could be potential buyers one day. You could, you could build up your business and then sell it to one of these companies one day. So for example, in Atlanta, we have Gibbs. Um, they're in Smyrna, Georgia, Metro Atlanta, um, 385 employees. They did $30 million in revenue last year. Russell Landscape Group, Sugar Hill, Georgia, 500 employees, $42 million, over $42,700,000 in revenue and, um, you know, they have, I believe they're in Doraville, uh, of course, Sugar Hill, Georgia. I, I drive by old, uh, Peachtree Industrial Boulevard, PIB. They're, um, up there on that Hill, Russell Landscape Group, $42 million guys, um, a year doing landscaping, lawn care, um, Bay Tree Landscape. They're down in Tucker, Georgia, 475 employees, $45 million. So all three of those companies are right here in my backyard in Metro Atlanta. And so look at your neck of the woods and, and the companies that are in your area, because not a hundred, uh, not all 100 of these companies, perhaps, you know, um, focus on acquiring other companies, but a lot of them do. And if you can have, so this brings me to tip number two, build the cell, have clean books, be orderly, be organized because the more valuable you'll be to these companies is, is if you're turnkey where they can't, you can sell them your data. So, so your customers' history, uh, you know, work logs of, of, of who your customers are, what you've done for them, what you're paying, what your contracts are, what your, um, all, all your finances are for multiple years. And it's, it's orderly. You're not paying your personal expense out of your business, but everything is I's dotted, T's crossed. That's one thing Corey Ballard shared on our program as he talked about selling his business. It's like, man, they're going back to like 2002 and like, why did you buy this motorcycle out of your business account? You know what I mean? And 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 where things were sloppy, it was, um, it wasn't good for his, um, you know, how much he was trying to sell his business for. But the cleaner your organization is of your information and your finances, then some of these bigger companies are doing tens of millions of dollars in revenue with hundreds of employees. They find that valuable and they're willing to pay you millions of dollars for your business, depending on how big your business is. Or, you know, I have a, a friend um, who's been on the show 
that um, publicly shared, he's like, hey, I got offered a million bucks for my business. And he told him no, but at least he's like, man, someone thinks my business, you know, they're willing to pay me a million dollars for my business. That's pretty cool. And, um, you know, his vision, if he's going to sell it one day is for more than a million dollars, but it just, um, it's hopefully eye opening that this industry is huge guys that, that just the top 100 companies alone creates $12 million, $12 billion in revenue and employs well over a hundred thousand people. And so it just, um, obviously these companies are elevating our industry and they know what they're doing, but as the host of this podcast, uh, a lot of times we joke about Rick's mowing and chucking the truck and things of that nature. But I really want to elevate this industry so that as we build our businesses, they're not duct taped together, but they have clean books. They have organization and order to who our customers are, what kind of agreements and contracts we have for these customers and what the financial history is of our business that's accurate, what our actual revenues are, what our actual expenses are, what our actual net profits are, that it's all in order. Um, Because when all that is um, tightly packaged and and accurate, then these larger companies that have the hundreds of employees that can turn key when they buy your company, they're doing the tens of millions in revenue, then perhaps... They'll pay you a bunch of money for your business one day. We're going to share the final tip and um, really kind of bring a conclusion to this uh, coming right up. It's Brittany here with the Hardscape Academy. If you're serious about keeping good, qualified people around, then you have to train them. You can say, well, what if they leave? I've trained them and I've spent all this time and resources on it. But what if they stay and you haven't taken that time to train them and they're not able to grow within your company and run their own jobs? That falls on you. So check out the hardscapeacademy.com to train yourself and your crews. This month, we're going to be launching our crewman paver training video. This video is for your employees. It is the how to hardscaping and not so much the why everything is done the way it is. In this 45-minute video, you'll be able to brief your employees on paver installation basics so they're ready to crush the day on site with you. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to get skills and training for you and your crew so you can excel as a professional hardscaper and grow your company. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Check out thehardscapeacademy.com. Hello, Green Industry Podcast listeners. This is Xander Kirby with Pure Marketing Agency. Many of you may have heard me as a friend of the show as I'm a huge believer in Paul and our great landscaping community. Five years ago, I began trifecta landscaping with zero experience, and by God's grace, we have grown into a multi-million dollar debt-free company. I was able to do this in large part with having a great understanding on social and digital marketing, and that is why we are now launching my new company, Pure Marketing. Every thriving business needs a top-of-the-line website, consistent and creative content, and full optimization of Google and digital footprints. If you're ready to grow your business and for new clients to discover you, contact our team for free at puremarketingteam.com, where we focus purely on marketing so you can focus purely on your business. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. 
You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. All righty, guys, real quick summary. If you are new into the lawn and landscape business, build your business organically, maybe a little bit slower, but the right way through excellent marketing and stay away from the traps of acquiring other people's accounts if they offer to sell them to you. Run like Usain Bolt from that and uh, do things the right way and just uh, build it up with marketing. And then if you do want to sell your business one day to one of the larger companies that really know what they're doing, um, that are willing to offer you top dollar for your business, uh, then make sure that you have the clean books, that your customer data is organized, orderly, and that um, your business can really kind of be a turnkey to where you could sell it to one of these larger companies. And um, they'll offer you a lot of money if you have everything in order and a very profitable business. So again, make sure the finances are real quick plug for Gulf Coast bookkeeping. You know, if you use somebody like them, your finances, or at least the, the back end of all the information can be organized and orderly so that as one of the folks from these larger companies start to look into your business, they're like, Oh, this is gold. This is, um, we, we can work with this. Um, so the more organized and clean you are in building your business from day one, the more it will be worth if you go to sell it one day. Um, many factors that go into it, but that's just two of the basics. Have clean books and have your customer data uh, be very well organized. So recently um, I had a private coaching call. I'm going to keep anonymous, but somebody, life kind of threw them a little bit of a curveball and they needed to sell their business. And it was, you know, if you would have said, Hey, two years ago, you're going to have to sell your business. They're like, what? There's no way I'm, I like what I'm doing. I'm making good money. I'm passionate about it. And, and you never know um, what, what can happen when you got a family and you got situations and, and things of that nature. And, and this fella, um, you know, needed to sell his business and kind of quickly. And so I kind of walked him through um, some of the things. And then, you know, I had another friend that's publicly shared on the program before Matt LaMarche, he's, you know, building his lawn landscape business. And he's like, man, I really got an itch for real estate. He's out there sweating and mowing and he sees the real estate agent, you know, plop the for sale sign in the, the yard across the street. And he, he just is like drawn the real estate and he realized, you know what, my calling's in real estate. And so he sold off his business again, kind of, um, I don't want to say the word spontaneous, but there's been, um, many stories like this that, you know, publicly are shared on my show and then privately are, are shared with me that, um, one of the trends I notice is folks, it kind of hits them out of the blue. It's kind of like, Oh, I'm going to sell my business. Um, but it's much different than somebody who starts a business like, Hey, I'm going to start a lawn care business, but my actual intention is I'm going to try to build it to be, um, sold for $2 million. And, I have friends from some other networking that I do that they actually do that. They'll be building a business. Uh, I know a guy, he um, does the porta johns where they, if you go to a construction site or, or wherever um, events, they'll actually, you know, bring in the porta john. And um, after the event's over, the it's not needed on a job site or whatever, they'll come in, they'll retrieve it and, and they'll clean it and they'll do things like that. But he's actually building his business to a certain dollar amount that he wants to sell it for and he's going to sell it. And and that's his whole strategy. And so 
anyway, whether spontaneously you just kind of realize I want to sell my business now, or you're building it from day one with the intention of selling it, uh, when you do go to begin those processes, get help with either um, a business broker and, and their team um, and or an attorney. So you do not want to willy-nilly be um, going through this situation. Now, back in the day, people's word was their bond. They didn't even have contracts. If, if a king would say, you know, I decree this, well, then that was the lay of the land. That was the, that's how it was. And, and people, there, there was a respect for your word. Your word is your bond. And I've been burnt personally by people telling me one thing and then Two months later, they're, you know, they're acting a fool, completely doing something different. I'm like, hey, well, what in the world? And and so um, it's just unfortunate with where society is today. But you, you got to get an attorney uh, if you're thinking about selling your business to make sure. Nick Carlson shared on this program before, guys, he had an $80,000 mistake. I think that's what it was. Um, in his contract, when he sold off his landscaping business, there's a few things he misunderstood in the fine print and, 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 and it costed them tens of thousands of dollars. So if you are at that stage where you're like, Hey, I built this thing up. And, um, one of these companies in the top 100, you know, reach out to you and say, Hey, we'd like to have a conversation about buying your company and you're interested in buying your company then say, okay. Um, but they have their legal team and they, they know what they're doing. You just got to protect yourself. Now, most of these companies, you know, I'm pretty familiar with them and they're, 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 they're honest, reputable companies. They're not crooks. So they're, um, they're not trying to rip you off, um, when they buy your business, but you still need to have your, um, legal, um, bearings about you because you want to make sure that you're getting top dollar, that you understand the payment system, you, you understand, um, the non-competes and all, all these variables that go into all of this. You just want to have an attorney on your side. So when you do get close to that stage or, or you're approaching, um, you know, really being serious about starting to, to find a buyer and things of that nature, a business broker, uh, is somebody to, um, research and, maybe higher, they'll, um, take a portion of your sale, but they'll really help you find a good buyer. And, um, you know, they, they know what they're doing if they're good. And then of course, an attorney can help you with all the legal end. So that's kind of, um, the final tip, but I hope this has been helpful guys. My kind of rule of thumb is if you're under a million dollars, you're, you're newer in the business. Don't even think about acquiring other people's customers, get your own customers. There's plenty of, of bread to go around here. I mean, $12 billion of revenue spent on lawn and landscape services guys. And that's just for 100 companies. So there's billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars being spent on lawn and landscaping services out there. Um, you can get a portion of that through good marketing. Absolutely. You don't have to go out and buy, com uh, buy companies, uh, accounts, let the big boys take care of buying the smaller companies. They know what they're doing, but you don't, you don't want to get into that trap. And then when you do go to sell your business, get the proper legal help and make sure everything is organized. Well, guys, throughout today's program, I mentioned that article of the top 100 companies in our industry, and uh, that link is in today's show notes. So I encourage you to click on that and just thumb through and see in your area, uh, what are those larger companies? I think it'll really give you some confidence that, wow, if I build a really legitimate lawn care business, there's companies out there with hundreds of employees that have a lot of money 
perhaps they'll offer to me a nice chunk of that to buy my business. So it's a really encouraging article. And I think as well, it just helps us get our shoulders back a little bit, our chest out, uh, that this industry is humongous. And um, it'll really encourage you as you build your business to just realize you're not alone. And there's some really successful businesses out there. So uh, you can click on that link in today's show notes and read that article and list, look at that list for yourself. Also, uh, guys, I want to let you know that I actually have a book that has more of these practical tactics to grow a better landscaping business. It's called 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. And it's exciting that the audiobook just came out about a week or so ago. I appreciate you guys that have been uh, dropping the ratings and reviews. I'm going to hopefully read those uh, here in the next show or two. And um, the audiobook is actually narrated by Mr. Producer. And so as I read those ratings and reviews, you'll realize some of the ratings and reviews, Marty, are going to you and your excellence in broadcasting, excellence in narration. It's a very well um, uh, well done job that you did um, reading my book. You're a better reader than me, <laughs> that's for sure. But I had a lot of fun writing this book because I wanted to really give those practical tactics. And when I say 101, it's not clickbait. There's literally, it says number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. Uh, truly, we just kind of go through a list of 101 proven ways uh, to really increase efficiency and make more money in lawn care. So it's exactly what I what the title says is exactly what you get. And I hope um, as you listen or, or read through um, the 101 ways that each of those little tips um, that I learned through observing other people's business, like Eric Triplett, for example, the pond digger, I give uh, one of the tips is something I learned from his business, even though he's in construction. And then some of the other ones are things I learned through the school of experience of building a lawn care business. So collectively, I think the, the, the 101 tips in the book will definitely add value uh, to your life and to your business and, and help you get out there and crush it. So thanks for listening to today's show, guys. Again, you can gander through the show notes and get the link to the article that I discussed in today's program, as well as uh, grab a copy of the brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.